Hello and welcome to the Automotive News Europe podcast for November 11th, 2021. I'm your host, Doug Bolduck, Managing Editor at a Thanks so much for being with us. Volvo CEO Håkan Samuelsson says that to challenge Tesla, the Swedish automaker needs to talk less and do more, which is exactly what he expects to happen over the next nine years as the automaker transitions into an all-electric brand. He's determined to make the shift because he believes that if Volvo wants people driving its products in the future, they will have to be electric. Samuelson also told me that he envisions a day in the not-too-distant future when insurance will become standard in the vehicles that Volvo offers. He also said that to make autonomous vehicles, or AVs, a reality, it will take a completely different mindset. He explained why, during a chat we had just a few minutes after Volvo started trading on the Nasdaq Stockholm Exchange. Oaken, tell me a little bit about what this day has been like. I mean, what a roller coaster, ups and downs, and uh, but what a high moment for you folks right now to be ringing that bell in front of your entire staff. Just take me a little bit through that process today. No, it's a, a good feeling, of course. You have been following our company, and you know that uh, uh, we have been looking uh, for this possibility for quite some time because we have always thought that... Uh, a more global ownership structure for a company would be good. It would be good for the company to have access to the equity market for big financing or big transformation of the company. Now we are finally there and of course it feels good. So it's a sign of recognition, I think, for all the hard work that the whole company has been doing. I mean, all how many are we now? 45,000 people. But... Uh, it's also, of course, a sort of a start signal for the next phase, which we talk a lot about. Want to be all electric 2030. I mean, it's, it's not a walk in the park, as we say. It's a huge job and, and, and also, of course, needs to be financed. So with this emission, I think we have at least secured the financing. Now the work remains. Today marks a fantastic end of one journey, but the start of an even potentially more difficult one. You mentioned the change to trans- the transformation to electrification, as well as the move to online sales. You guys have already got that ball rolling, but now, like you said, you've got the money to finance it. Where do you see you taking that initial, that first big lump of cash? Where would you like to see that invested in the next year or so? It will go, of course, into the cars that now we have in the pipeline, of course. First one out is... Uh no, successor of the XC90, born electric, big flagship uh, SUV type of vehicle, but uh, born electric, that's of course uh, one uh, thing we need to finance. But then also batteries. Batteries will be the new core competence. If we uh, had uh, combustion engines, I mean, that's where I started my career. And it was turbochargers, fuel injection, all of that that we really need to understand, really, to make a good car. I think now in the future we need to understand chemistries, uh, cathode anodes, how does that work, how fast can you charge a battery, how fast can you discharge it, and all of that. And and, uh, to be able to build up that we will have a joint venture, both on the R&D side, 
but also on a huge uh, production uh, factory and that's of course where money needs to flow to finance a new battery factory. With your question to electrification, do you feel that you should be mentioned in the same conversation as a Tesla because you feel like you are in the position to be as, as innovative and as aggressive as they are? I think that's a journey and I mean that starts now. Today we are 3% electric, nine years in the future we should be 100% electric and somewhere down on that journey of course I expect us to be seen as a all-electric company but today I think it's, it's, that's really where the work starts. I think we need to, to be that because our consumers, the customers are going in that direction. So if you really want to have people driving Volvos in the future, it's better make them electric. And, uh, but that's really what we are now talking with investors about. And I think you have to also be humble that uh, making this company an all-electric company is not something you can just say that you do it. Uh, it has to be earned and it is also credibility and of course people need to invest into that future. So that's what we will talk about in the future with them and that's what we will work with in our factories and offices. And one of the marks of your tenure as CEO is that you have been a visionary. You've looked out into the future with that move into online sales, with the push into electrification, so many of these things other automakers were reluctant or slower to do, but you've had the vision to really challenge the status quo and really shake up things within the company. What's your next big play? <laughs> oh, I think electrifying the cars and, and of course I would like to see this really put on track. I think that is... Uh, my next thing but uh, otherwise I think we now have a rather clear journey for Volvo I mean it's in all areas it's a product it's a way we bring the product to the consumer and of course what's included in the product that we will hear more about traditionally financing is added on top traditionally insurance are added on top I think we could expect that will be part of a Volvo solution let's say we will make that a factory solution exactly as we have made the tow bar a factory solution it's not bolted on afterwards same will happen with financing and insurance and the car is going to drive itself pretty soon that will also happen and, and that is also of course something we have not talked about so much now, we, we talked some years ago, but what we have learned there is to be able to make a car um, self-driving you need to have crowdsourcing of, of traffic information, so you need to have hundreds of thousands of cars out connected who could really learn as they drive with normal drivers and then over the cloud we can then download better algorithms into the cars. So that is how self-driving cars will be developed. They will not be developed, so say, conventionally with engineers uh, doing something and then uh, out on the test track and testing it. This has to be tested with real customers. So that will come. So there, there are some new things, Doug. I thought we had everything ready, but it will come. Okay. More things. Thank you for your time. Thank Congratulations. You. Thank you. We spoke with Håkan Samuelsson in Stockholm, Sweden.
If you have an idea for a future podcast or would like to be a guest on the show, please reach out to me at dbolduck at autonews.com. For breaking news, please visit europe.autonews.com. You can listen to this podcast and a wide range of others from the Automotive News Group on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play, or on our website at europe.autonews.com. That wraps up the November 11th, 2021 episode of the Automotive News Europe podcast. I'm your host, Doug Bolduck, Managing Editor at A&E, and along with celebrating our 31st episode, I'm celebrating a birthday today that I wish was my 31st. Thanks for joining me, and please be sure to tune in again next week.